Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today we're going to be playing and answering one of our listeners' questions who sent it in on the SpeakPipe over on the website. We have a great listener question, and it is totally one you want to listen to. What do we do with the mind going back to negative thoughts over and over again? Okay, so let's get to our listener's question. I'm going to play the question, and then we'll get right into answering it. I so appreciate that you sent this question in. And you know, all of you are welcome to do this. You go to the website. On the right-hand side, there's a little microphone that says, I think it says SpeakPipe, and you just uh, you just can send us an audio clip. You get up to three minutes to record your question. It can just be a question for us over at Anxiety Coaches Podcast, or it can be a question that you would like us to play on the show. Just let us know what you'd like to do. Here we go. Oh, yes. Hi. My topic that I thought maybe others could relate to is um, about when your mind continually goes back to negative thoughts. Um, I'm a huge proponent of um, um, perception and that um, if we can uh, refocus our thoughts, then that will help with uh, focusing on our emotions. Um, But the problem that I often face, I'm not sure if it's a matter of um, if I have OCD tendencies, which I'm sure... I, I do, as I know a lot of people with uh, anxiety do, um, but that um, especially on bad days, my mind will then wander to a negative thought. I'll catch myself and then refocus onto something positive, um, uh, but then it just it goes right back. Um, and I've had therapists in the past who've talked about how I'm extremely self-aware. Um, that um, so so I'm, I'm I'm really aware in terms of what my mind is focused on and catching myself and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, and not to exaggerate, but I mean, I'll literally on, on a really bad day, it could be every couple seconds um, where uh, it'll go on to a negative thought. I catch myself. I have a sense of compassion. I say, okay, that's okay. Let's just bring it back over to something positive now. But then it's just, goes right back onto that thing again. And this will go on all day long from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. Um, and then presumably while I'm sleeping even. And sometimes it can go on for days on end. Um, I think a perfect comparison to that is it's like trying to get a song that's stuck in your head, trying to get it out of your head. Um, that, that, you know, as, as we've all had that happen before and to try to get rid of it is completely unsuccessful. And I think that um, also, you know, for my someone like myself, that um, like even I'll get songs stuck in my head. Sometimes it'll literally be for a couple weeks on end, where it'll be stuck all day long. And then even too, I'll wake a couple times a night, and the song is still playing in my head. So just to give you a little background of that, maybe you know, maybe it is, maybe it's an OCD thing. I'm not quite sure, um, but. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely, it definitely takes its toll, though, on as far as um, trying to stay positive. 
in, in spite of the fact that for days or weeks on end, my mind will just keep going back to the same negative thought or negative or just not, maybe not the same negative thought, but negative thoughts um, in spite of then bringing it back to something more positive uh, again and again and again. It just feels like a losing battle. So anyhow, thanks so much. All right. We have our great question from our listener. Thank you so much for sending that in. There, We had a little bit more of a conversation on email about it, but I'm going to stick with the original question for the podcast. Um, and, you know, this is what happens. This is our mind. And again, it is easily going to go to the negative. It's kind of our job now in this time, place in the world, in this universe for us to use the minds that we have evolved to have. Everything changes. Everything keeps changing. So now we have this mind that is not just one little mind. It's, you know, it's very complex and we're still using parts of our old mind. And we talk about it all the time. It's, I'm just calling it the lizard brain, that original mind that kept us alive. And it, it really had a lot to do with the negative thinking that we have because we needed to be aware of danger and potential problems. So our mind goes back there quite easily. It's a survival thing. I know that our listener talked about his mind going back there over and over again. And so he talked also about using, he likes to use his perception Uh, He can see it. He's very self-aware, which is wonderful, and that he was able to refocus his thoughts and start to think about something positive. And then the other thing he talked about was having possibly, you know, talking about OCD and possibly having OCD tendencies, which many people with anxiety do have. It's kind of all tied together if you have OCD. He could catch the negative thought and refocus it on something positive, and then he would still go back again and again to the negative thought. So I want to go back to the perception for a minute, because problems often is with that. The problem often is that the emotion, the feeling, the reaction in our body has already been set in motion before we had time to consciously refocus it. Do you see, things happen so quickly. You didn't even really consciously have the thought, but you already had the feeling. Okay, so that's one thing that happens. And I just want to keep that in mind as we're talking about things because it's it's okay. It's the way it is. So we may have it, it all comes at once. And we may feel like, oh, I had the thought and the feeling all at once. Or we may have the feeling first because we didn't even get to the awareness of the thought yet. So another thing that comes up for me is trying the fact that it seemed like he was trying to get rid of the the uh, thoughts by refocusing. And it's a wonderful thing. It's a great thing to learn. And is it? to use cognitive therapy and be able to reframe, refocus. And sometimes that's enough for people. And sometimes it's not. Uh, Trying to get rid of things or fix things is a clue to me that there's a struggle. And with that struggle comes more of the same. 
what we resist persists, right? So we're struggling. It's just digging in a little bit deeper. That groove gets a little bit deeper. And if you have a quick mind and you're going back and forth with it over and over and over again, you're really, really digging a deep trench. You know, it's kind of like that song stuck in your head and then you don't want it. So you're giving it energy and attention and it gets deeper and it keeps coming back. It's just still there. It's just because it's been dug pretty deep in there. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The desire or um, as we might say, the need to get rid of or change the negative thoughts creates its own stress and more anxiety. This is what I see over and over again. It's the worry about the worry. It's the need to fix the mind. It's the need to fix the thoughts or get rid of particular thoughts. Um, That causes a lot of stress. It causes a lot more anxiety. And that thought alone that I need to refocus on a positive thought can be the same stress. It's still a stress. I need to refocus on a positive thought or I want to focus on a positive thought. It's meaning I want it to be different than it is. We're back to that again, wanting things to be different than they are. And this can become a stress. Or as the listener said, it may be his OCD that sets up a very stressful loop. I need to change or get out of this. He keeps coming back to it. We don't have to believe our thoughts is something that we need to discuss here with this kind of a question. The thoughts come. He wasn't specific on what his thoughts were. He just said they were negative, and that's fine. But we don't need to believe them. If they're negative, they were probably things that he didn't want to be thinking about. Don't have to believe it. It's just that thought moving through the mind. And maybe it's the same thought that's dancing across that stage over and over again. I know how irritating that can be. But it is happening, and our desire or our deep need, that frustration and that white knuckling to fix it and change it adds 
just more stress, more anxious feelings for us. So remember that we don't need to believe our thoughts and that you are not your mind. Your mind is a part of who you are. You are not your mind. So no need to think that what's going through there is absolute or this is, oh my goodness, I'm going crazy. This is, these thoughts are who I am. I need to change them. Our minds are a part of us and we can use that mind as we would use a tool. A good practice here is to stop identifying with the mind and the thoughts. So that's a piece that we can just get a little space between us and our thoughts or us and the mind that is um, secreting these thoughts, so to speak. Just get a little space from it. Just identify a little bit from that mind. And you'll see that once you have a little space, you can see it a little bit more different, uh, differently. It's not the same. You're not enmeshed with it. It doesn't feel so personal. Remember that creating a more calm mind will be very useful in calming the negative thoughts or the rumination or the OCD thinking and this need to change or uh, fix the thoughts. Once we calm the mind down, all of that begins to calm down too. Everything starts to settle to the bottom, like the silt settling to the bottom of the pond. But it's stillness and it's meditation and it's letting the mind just be instead of agitating it or chasing thoughts around in the pond. We're just mixing it up more. So we we tend to default um, more to negative thinking And the more we do that, the more stressed and anxious we become, right? We want to put some space in between that. We want to get out of that. We want to look at, you know, it's just a default. We we can change that. And we can change that by, he said he was very self-aware. So he's got a real leg up there and being able to be aware of what's happening. And so we see it as our default, that we just keep going there over and over again. And the more stressed and anxious we are, the more that's going to happen. So it's imperative that we find our calm place that, and all of this begins to change. We don't need to change the thoughts or the intrusive thinking or the OCD thinking first. We need to just relax the mind. Wherever we can, we can insert peace in many different ways, but we find the way that will work for us. We want to stay calm. Uh, when our mind acts up with the negative thoughts, it's important that we stay calm and not get wrapped up with it. Because when we get frustrated or upset and we jump into the fixer mode or the struggle to get rid of those particular thoughts, we add more fuel to an already blazing negative thought fire. Remember that. When you get worked up with it, you're just adding more fuel to the fire. So to put the fire out, try these things. I got a couple ideas here. You can befriend the thoughts. It sounds counterproductive, but it really helps. Encourage those thoughts to just be. Just let them be. Say, you're here. I see you. I'm aware of you. You can just be. Use... um. Use your clearly demonstrated creative mind. If you have all this going on in your mind, you're already looking like you're very creative. Use that creative mind to work for you. Do things like visualize the negative thoughts and the thoughts and you having coffee or a drink together. 
make it like some a buddy. Oh, I see you. Hey, hi, how you doing? Keep clear of resisting them. This is where the flare-ups begin. You know, if you want more on that creative mind piece, James Ochoa, the show that he did with us, he had a great little, he talked a bit about using your mind. uh, And this was for ADHD for adults. So there was some really good stuff in there on using your imagination to counter some of this negative thinking. The other thing I wanted to mention was detachment. Observe the thoughts and let them go. Again, you bring it back. You observe the thoughts and let them go again and again. And here, again, you can use your imagination. See yourself with a big, thick black marker and writing on a big, bright yellow balloon the thought. And then let it go over and over. It takes practice. Please remember that. It takes practice. This doesn't happen overnight, and there's nothing we can do to rush it along. And the best place to do this kind of practice is in meditation. Again, if you need uh, some meditation and you're really aggravated with your mind and you're thinking, you know, really not happy with the thoughts that are coming up and a little irritated with it, Listen to uh, podcast number 147. It's the loving kindness meditation. And when you can get into that mindset of the loving kindness for yourself, it begins to open things up a little bit and you won't feel so attached to the thoughts. You will see that you are separate. So again, I hope that this has been helpful. Our thinking is really kind of wild sometimes, but we can squelch that fire, but not in the way that we are accustomed to doing things in the world. We don't want to resist it. We don't want to fight it. And I think for some people, replacing the negative thoughts with positive thoughts is perceived by the mind-body as a struggle, as a danger, and it throws more fuel on the fire. I hope this has been helpful for you. And now for today's quote, whatever you fight, you strengthen, and what you resist persists. That's from Eckhart Tolle. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.